Hi, this is Lisa Meyerson, and this is the Sabian Podcast. And I wanted to go over this past week um, uh, from Sunday the 20th until the, uh, Saturday the 26th. It's kind of an exciting week because there are uh, quite a few things going on here, including the full moon right on my sun. <laughs> I'm not sure how that's going to gonna be, but um, the eclipses... The eclipse was actually, this last one was um, filling in a grand cross in my chart. And and it was quite fascinating because um, one of my friends who has studied a lot about astrology was talking about the uh, different eclipse points that different planets would pass and different times of the year. Um, for example, April 6th when Mars passed over was was quite a big day for me. And then um, in February, also, there was a point that one of the planets passed over that point and filled in my Grand Cross. And so it's interesting to see, like, what degree the full or new moon um, is, what impact it's having in your own chart. I really do feel like astrology is a really important language for people to understand. And in some ways, so that you don't take life personally, um, because for, for me, there, there were some major, major changes. And, and it always happens to me when there is a square or opposition in that, as, in that um, point in my chart. So it's really good to see what your chart's strengths and weaknesses are um, when it's really important for you to hunker down and get close to your support community or um, when you can take a, a few more risks um, and yeah, for me, it was it was quite jarring. The other thing that I find with astrology as well is that, you know, it's it's kind of transcendent as in the only way out is through. There's really no way to bypass your own karmic lessons. And um, so I find for me that I really do have to continue to do my shadow work. Um, and and understand that, um, as I said before, nothing is personal. It, it does feel really personal, and it, it will feel really emotional. Um, I, I had to do a lot of healing in the last um, couple of months, um, and you know, and to be really frank with you, on the April sixth day, um, when Mars passed over the eclipse point, um, my mother died. And so that, that's what I mean, like it, it can really be um, something that is just really um, spot on and clear. And it's sometimes helpful to know what's coming or that something really intense is, is going to be coming down the pike. Um, February, when um, there was another passing over of that point, um, I have to really research that and understand I'm not exactly sure if it was like a the like a lunar point or um the sun going over that point but um I was in a car accident where as a passenger and the car was totaled um and so there there are a few other things and this um eclipse season when um mercury this particular uh, eclipse that happened on June 10th um mercury will go over that point um it's going direct this um, this week, and then it'll pass over that eclipse point on July first and second, and so I'm just curious about that, like what what'll happen on those days, and and then um, just seeing. Um, so that's that's um, 
just really interesting to know like about that particular vulnerability in my chart and and just to know that you know um like Shakespeare says all the world is a stage and we're all playing these roles in each other's lives and that you know it's it's really not personal and yet it does feel like that and it's it's sometimes all we can do to um to just work on letting go and um, work on grounding ourselves um, spiritually and psychologically. Um, so, you know, the thing is with um, these these new moons, full moons, these lunar and solar eclipses and other aspects, that um, they'll hit people's charts in different ways. And sometimes it'll try in your chart, it'll be a really easy experience. Sometimes it'll square a bunch of things or square one major thing, and it'll be a shit show. <laughs> so, um you know, just understanding that it's really one day at a time. And one of the things I appreciate is that, um, like, the people I, I um, am around, my, my good friends who know about astrology, we know that there's always challenges and, and that it's never an easy time. Like, we're never really done. And that's the point that that's what we're here for. We're, we're in, like, a spiritual school where, um, like vast souls trapped in this this body <laughs> and and we have these limited experiences and and you know we're young for what feels like forever and then then our then we experience aches and pains and we get older and we've got to work on things like that like we have limitations and to be able to work within those limitations um can be very helpful so anyway um thank you for listening to that um but um yeah, for me, it's been a very interesting year. A lot of great things and a lot of really um, challenging things and just um, sudden cataclysmic changes and, and just really grateful for my meditation practice and the fact that I'm um, receiving a lot of help and support and care um, intentionally. So like like I I've, um, do feel like also with the vulnerability in my chart and my own history, that it's sort of an obligation for me to um, just make sure that I'm getting the support that I need and be doing the personal growth that I need, um, just as also as service to myself, but also to others, because otherwise I think I would be one hell of a mess. So um, anyway, um, starting with um, the Sabian symbol for this week, <clears throat> and I, I'm starting this on Monday, but this this week is actually started yesterday. Um, Chiron is at 13 Aries um, since May 30th until September 1st. So this whole summer, um, Chiron's going to be at a bomb which failed to explode, is now safely hidden from discovery. Um, you know, that that one I see, like in, in the news, I see a lot about, um, like we, we've seen a lot of um, explosions and we've been going over Things like the move bombing, um, what's happening in Israel and Palestine. Um, I think a lot about weapon sales, uh, the United States weapon sales. Um, this could even be on a personal level, our own landmines that can be set off. And this would actually be a great time to really do trauma work, um, to really understand that um, we all have these switches that can be flipped where we, we can really lose it. And this would be a really great time to really be conscious about it and enter some kind of healing work, whether it is um, eye movement, desensitization, and repatterning. Um, it could be soul retrieval. It could 
be meditation and journaling. Um, it, it can be things like cognitive behavioral ther ther therapy. <laughs> um, so, and that's happening until September 1st. Um, Lilith uh, just um, is leaving 27 Taurus. It's been there since June 13th uh, from until June 21st. And that's an old woman selling beads and trinkets. You know, I'm not really sure about that, like thinking about the marketplace, thinking about outsiders in the marketplace, um, you know, in our, our own sense of outsidership. Um, and, and that also could be about like decluttering um, or even doing creative projects, like some kind of creative therapy. Um, I, I've um, personally been going to museums, um, but um, I, I can take a quick look at the notes here, um, and you can hear the, the book in the background. The book that I use is The Sabian Oracle by Linda Hill. Um, she's an, an amazing astrologer from Australia, um, and I... The keywords here are older, wiser elements of society making offerings to the younger, less integrated, small but worthy products adapting to changing conditions, particularly monetary or financial working hard, oh, working hard for small returns and rewards, battling against the odds, selling the products of one's culture, artifacts and jewelry, handicrafts, retailing. Um, looking down on those, that's the caution for this would be looking down on those that seem less fortunate, loss of culture and traditional duties, menial jobs, devaluing things or overvaluing junk, feeling that you have nothing to offer, waiting for others to validate your worth, bickering over money, feeling cursed with one's lot in life, lack of the respect for the arts, being stuck in the marketplace and sweatshops. Um, so that's Lilith. Um, but it's moving from this degree and going into into a new degree, um, 28 Taurus, June 22nd until June 30th. This is pretty cool. It's a woman in midlife stands in rapt sudden realization of forgotten charms and unexpected recovery of romance. Um, that's, that's really fun. Although Lilith is in this degree. So, you know, it could be like the outsider, um, somebody who doesn't quite, quite fitting in, um, maybe finding true love. Um, and it, it's showing here like some renewal of love. It, it also could be like healing shame around that, around aging and dating. Um, the idea that it might be too late, um, but it's really not, like never too late. Um, and the, the, it like, so this idea of overcoming shame of our, like at, at this age, like, um, and I lo always love these stories where, People are in their 90s and they find the love of their life or, or um, you know, in their, in their elder, elder times. <laughs> and so it's, it's really lovely. Um, the keywords here is finding a renewal of love, knowledge, and interest when it looked like all opportunities had passed. Second chances, starting over, menopause, romance renewed, awaking to life's promises, flowering of love, life and joy, sudden realizations. And the caution is believing love and romance is long gone, denying emotional expression because of social expectation, losing heart and feeling unloved, having no time for romance due to responsibilities, being skeptical of love, thinking 
it is not possible or realistic, resenting the aged finding love, <laughs> fickleness. Um, but um, I actually think it would be a good time, you know, as an acupuncturist, I'm really interested in like the idea of sex and aging. Um, the fact that people really never stop having sex. So I think that's a really important thing to consider, um, especially with Lilith here. Because I, I do feel like Lilith, um, you know, the archetype of her is similar to me of Kali. And there was a lot of shame put on Kali when um, India was colonized by the British. Um, and But just this idea of that this is all very natural and there's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, and then the North Node is still at 11 Gemini from May 7th until July 13th, and that's newly opened lands offer uh, the pioneer new opportunities for experience. And then the South Node is 11 Sagittarius um, still from May 7th until July 13th. In the left section of an archaic temple, a lamp burns in a container shaped like a human body. And that one I'm... I'm really thinking about, um, let me see here, um, once again about Israel and Palestine, um, about the caste system, about classifying, um, and like North Node is really the way, um, the direction forward, um, South Node is the um, direction that it's, it's um, what we're moving away from. And I, I do find that where, where things are, the way that it'll happen in our charts is um, like the North Node, when it's transiting a certain part of your chart, that's where you really will get a lot of benefits. And if you focus on where the South Node is, oftentimes those situations are things that will end up being left behind. And um, the North Node is the dragon's head, the South Node is the dragon's tail, and thinking about the dragon's tail is also where they, um, where they poop, you know, it, it's like that's also where things decompose, where um, it can be really fertile, like if we look on, back on it and there are like stories for us to tell, but the North Node is really where the gold will be, that's like the, um, the, um, the branches where we go on a limb and that's where we um, get, where that's where the fruit is, that's like the, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, etc. And, and I know for me personally, um, the North Node is in my house of um, groups and community and friendships. Um, my South Node is in um, like romance and love affairs and children and creativity. And so the way that I'm looking at it is I'm focusing on friendships and community. Um, my work is in a community and things are just going gangbusters there. Um, and my South Node, um, like the, the fifth house stuff, it's, it's really becoming an aspect of the past. Um, and so just looking at that, it's like the South Node, it may not be something you can hang on to. And it's important to let it go and to, to wish it a lot of blessings. Um, but also use it as fertilizer, use it to, to tell stories. And so I, I just wanted to share that. Um, but the way that I'm seeing it playing out in, in the world is with something like, um, 
the way that we are moving away from defining things and um, the positive thing of newly opened lands offer the pioneer new opportunities for experience. It's just to be to keep an open mind and get no, to know people that are different from you, and to really enjoy um, learning about different cultures and learn maybe learning a new language, um, and but not to dominate or control that culture, not to appropriate that culture, but to revere that culture and get to know it and um, get to know people that are different from you. And so um, that's how the north and south nodes are playing out. Um, and then Pluto at 27 Capricorn, it's been here since February 28th, and it's going to leave here at the end of this month, which is going to be interesting. Um, and that's the mountain pilgrimage. Um, I still look at the degrees that Pluto is moving through still as part of the coronavirus degrees and um, this mountain pilgrimage thing um, I really feel like it's still a good idea to keep our distance from each other um, to um, really make sure that we're we're safe there we can even though we're vaccinated um, a lot of us are in the United States um, the majority of people I know now are um, and people are on their way to, to do this, but there's still vaccine apartheid. And, you know, this came from other countries. Um, like there's, there's not going to be, um, really much we can do until there is, um, vaccine equality until the, most of the people are, um, able to get the health care that they need to be, to prevent the, the coronavirus and to prevent the variants. And, you know, it's, it's, I think it's still important to be careful. And um, Pluto is retrograde and it's actually going to be moving back into Capricorn 26, which is a nature spirit dancing in the midst of a waterfall. And to me, that was the like water droplets that, or the droplets degree where we really did need to be important to be very careful about making sure we were wearing a mask. Um, and then it's going to be going back into an oriental rug dealer in a store filled with precious ornamental rugs. At, that's Capricorn 25. And that's where Pluto was, um, I believe it was March of 2020 when um, it was, you know, here it was. It, you know, I thought, I remember when I saw this particular symbol and wondered what was going to come from the east. And I thought it would be like some kind of a dictator, um, like something happening from um, Korea or China and um, just some action like a missile, but it turned out to be the coronavirus. Um, so, um, you know, just something to think about. And I'm still being very careful. I am socializing, um, but I'm, I'm wearing a mask when I'm at work and, and when I go into public places um, and just trying to be as careful as possible. Um, and then, uh, Neptune is at 24 Pisces from May 29th until July 23rd. So, uh, about two months. And that is the tiny island seems lost in the broad ocean, but it's happy inhabitants have created a world all their own. Um, this one on a more mundane level, um, I believe that I talked about this in another podcast, but the ProPublica story about the billionaires not paying taxes, like like they have their own little island of wealth 
you know, that like they, they have this special specialness to them where they're like in their own little world where, where they're being treated with preferential treatment. Um, that's one thing that comes to mind with this particular symbol. I also think of like um, Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell um, and their, the island in the Bahamas um, where all the, you know, you know, the horrible things happened. Um, I think of like Dr. Strangelove or the, the island of Dr. Morrow. <laughs> um, but thinking about this on a more spiritual level is, uh, once again, it's like the mountain pilgrimage, um, the tiny island. Like it, it's, it's more about isolation and still staying within your bubble and creating cultures that are more special to you. Um, like just contributing locally to um, your local communities um, and, and really enjoying being in, um, in your own world and um, really looking at the things that you love to do the most and focusing on those. And, um, you know, this actually is a really happy symbol when we look at it that way. And, um, and it, it's actually sextile Pluto, um, at 27 Capricorn, a mountain pilgrimage. You know, one of the other things I wanted to say about Pluto at that mountain pilgrimage um, symbol is um, the fact that um, the coronavirus is still pretty bad in places where there, where people go for pilgrimages, like um, like India and Nepal, where, where people go trek to the Himalayas. So just thinking about that too. Um, yeah, I, I know it probably sounds kind of weird, but this has always been an, an interesting experiment for me. Um, the other thing that I see is Uranus at 14 Taurus from June 13th until July 6th, and that's on the beach. Children play while shellfish grow up at the edge of the water, um, and it's squaring Saturn at 14 Aquarius, um, which is has been there since April 28th, and it's there until June 18th. Um, oh, whoops. I actually, I need to change that because that is move, moved on to um, Saturn 13 Aquarius. And let me see here. So, sorry, Mercury is retrograde. And I am, have got a moon in Gemini. And sometimes these, this Mercury in Gemini or Mercury in retrograde kind of affects me. <laughs> um, but it's actually at a barometer. Um, so Saturn at 13 Aquarius is a barometer and that um, could be like the things that are like a litmus test or like a lightning rod. Um, and then on the beach, uh, the Uranus at 14 Taurus on the beach, children play while shellfish grow up at the edge of the water. Um, thinking about um, climate change and that being something that is really important to um, acknowledge, but a, a lot of the major countries are sweeping this under the rug and they're not including it in infrastructure packages. Um, and, and I also thought about the show High on the Hog. Um, there was an episode where they were talking about oysters and how plentiful they used to be in um, New York and in, in the New York Harbor um, and the Hudson Bay and I was reading about oysters in New York City, and I, I saw how they were using oyster shells to 
um, fortify um, the shore um, to prevent erosion and looking at things like that, like innovative um, solutions for um, for the impact of climate change. And, and then the other thing, Jupiter is at three Pisces, um, and it, it's actually turning retrograde this week on the actually turning retrograde today. And it's, it's at this degree from June 10th until July 1st. And that's a petrified forest, an eternal record from long ago. Um, you know, thinking again about the climate and preservation and, um, really, um, kind of saving things like saving old growth forests and, um, really nourishing, um, what I say in Chinese medicine, like nourishing the yin, cultivating, um, our water resources and our land resources. And we will only get back more from doing that. Um, whereas if we're creating more yang, um, we're creating more heat, um, basically, we're cultivating, hastening our our death. Unfortunately, um, kind of kind of turning us all into a historical document. Um, and let me take a look here at what that means. And then I'm actually going to go back and talk about the um, 14 Taurus degree two. Um, Pisces at three um, three degrees, a petrified forest, an eternal record of a life lived long ago. Um, the keywords are remnants from the past, stillness, agelessness, plastic surgery, being able to withstand life storms, resilience, crystals, diamonds, gemstones, beauty that remains ageless, wood and lacquered wood, coal, oil and petrochemicals, diets, dependability, family histories, um, archaeology, uh, amber, fossils, geology, Ancient remnants, mental and emotional filing cabinets, <laughs> lingering evidence, petrified wood, photographs and photography, stones, stone monuments, diaries. The caution is rigidity, immobility, inflexibility, being frozen, not letting go of difficulties, hanging on for grim death, feeling stuck, destroying the old, severing links to the past, keeping tabs, memories that destroy the present. So, um, that is, um, that Jupiter degree turning retrograde today. And then, um, going back to Uranus and Taurus, um, 14 Taurus on the beach, children play while shellfish grow up at the edge of the water. Um, let me see here. Again, I'm using Linda Hill's book and... And this one is, be, the keyword is being self-sufficient, looking after one's own affairs, a sense of at-one-ment with all forms of life, having a, a life, having a live, oh, live and let live attitude, peripheral vision, returning to the source, feeling safe in a natural environment, playing alongside nature, building sandcastles, Playing in pools or baths, buckets and spades, sun protection, interacting without really interacting, swimming, sand, wind and sea, rock pools, shellfish, oysters and shrimp. <laughs> the caution here is meddling in people's lives, restriction of play, 
being distracted sandcastles that will eventually get washed away, not knowing how to loosen up with others and relax into a natural environment, fussing that people aren't doing the right thing, sunburn and exposure to weather and voyeurism. So that's, um, that's Uranus at this degree, and it'll be there until July 6. Um, and so that's what I have for this week. And if you're curious about um, more about the Sabian symbols, you can find you can find a bunch of us at this um, Sabian symbol. Uh, let me see what it's called. The Sabian symbol research group. Um, I post a lot there. You can also find me at um, Lisa Meyerson's astrology discussion group. Um, you can also find me at lisameyerson.com, but that is more of my acupuncture page. Um, but you can also find me to set up an astrology reading if you're interested there. Um, and in the meantime, if you have any questions, feel free to contact me at those Facebook pages. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Um, I may be posting more this week, um, depending on my schedule. It's been pretty crazy, so um, I. But I um, would really like to stay on top of what's happening this week with the full moon, um, with Mercury going direct, um, and with Jupiter and Neptune going retrograde later this week. So, anyway, I hope you have a fantastic week, and um, and yeah, stay well, stay grounded, walk barefoot in the sand, and enjoy the sunshine. Thank you. Bye.